Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You know, when Nick Wilson's not talking about us, talking about the Kelseys, Nick Wilson and Spencer, Spencer German, that's right, Spencer German, tackle the arrival of Bill O'Brien in Columbus and interview former Alabama safety Roman Harper on the new Sons of the Shoe. That's right. Sons of the Shoe episode. It's coming up. You can catch it now. Uh, Follow Sons of the Shoe on 923thefan.com, the Odyssey app, and wherever you get your podcasts. Sandy Baskin talking about podcasts. Podcasts. You know, they're making fun of us on the afternoon show, by the way. Making fun of us? I'll tell you later. Well, tell tell me now. Oh, I, thought we have, I want to talk Sam to Sam. doesn't care. Oh, he doesn't? He'll wait. So they play a game now where they uh, have a clock to see how quick we'll talk about the Kelsey brothers or anybody at Kelsey. Well, in, That's other why words, today, in other words, you. Um, no, he gets, I mean, sometimes he gets dropped into the into the jump start. Yeah, I guess it's me. They're, they've been making fun of us for a while. I don't know. You'd have to listen to care. So, Although I do listen to them, so it's, I guess I do it's, care. It's nice to know, Andy, that we have such an impact that our show is spurring con- content for theirs. Oh, the other show that spurs all the content for them is the morning show. Like, they have these mythical battles between the two shows. Do they? Yeah, they think it's entertaining. I don't know. Keyword there, we was, should add, keyword there was think, right? They, they think. Like, oh, did you hear what they said on the morning show about you? Did you hear what they said on the afternoon show about you? Oh, how about the adults in the middle? Those guys. Well, you know, they're adults. I've been having battles with this guy since he punted my football into Wigton's pool back in about 1984. He is Sam Amico from com. He joins us on the North Homestead Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram Hotline. Hello, Sammy. Sammy! Hey, guys. How are you? Somebody makes fun of you. I don't believe it. That's all right. Shocking, isn't it? They're not making fun of you. They don't care about you. That's that's why I'm happy to be made fun of by my family all the time. Yeah, and they do a good job of that. All right, before we get they to do. the Cavs, what did you think when you found out Adrian Griffin was canned in Milwaukee, middle of the first season, with a pretty good record, second-best record in the NBA right now, I believe? Yeah, you know, the first, David Blatt, who obviously lasted, but it felt kind of like that type of situation. Uh, if you remember David Blatt with the Cavaliers, just kind of, I think he was third and 11. Am I right? When he got fired in his second um, season. Yeah. Did he make it to the season. second season? Yeah. This, yeah. He made it past. Right. The line, yes. Yeah. Our John Beeline, that kind of thing. But John Beeline's team wasn't successful. Mm. It was really just a matter of, 
uh, first of all, I think everybody across the NBA was pretty stunned, but it was just a matter of players just not enjoying playing for him to the point where they were, they were doubting his schemes, his philosophy, you know, what he was coming up with defensively. Um, and it, it just, you know, may not have been good when you're talking about a team that's talking about trying to win a championship. Uh, it just, it just all went south, I guess, in terms of the players just not going to give a championship effort moving forward. So, uh, you know, what a, what a stunner. And now they, you know, they've officially are not bringing in Doc Rivers, uh, just, you know, who's leaving the broadcast booth to, to come coach again. And uh, it's just a real interesting situation. It's funny. I have a friend who's a Bucks fan that uh, immediately texted me and said, didn't, didn't Jimmy Haslam, the Cleveland Browns owner, get involved uh, with the Bucks last year? And, yeah, he became partial owner. But, uh, obviously, this is not something he was involved with. But it was just kind of, kind of funny that, yeah, all of a sudden, we've got a Browns guy involved with the Bucks, and, and now it's, it's uh, changing a little bit there. Sam, your thoughts about what the players were thinking about Adrian Griffin, I think are interesting. I remember I remember when David Blatt was the coach here and David was let go. And one of the one of the rumblings I heard from a player was this guy can't help us. We knew this guy couldn't help us, so we had to kind of do it ourselves. And that sounds like what you're saying was going on in Milwaukee. Yeah, a lot of times players will view a coach as a as a guy who can get them to a certain level, like a uh, a level where you're competing and you're competitive and maybe you're winning some games, but not a guy who's going to get them over the top. And that's clearly what was the case here. At least that's the rumblings is that they didn't, you know, a big problem there, it seemed like started right away when Terry Stotts, who was hired as an assistant coach there, uh, you know, quit quickly right before the season and Terry Stotts was the trailblazers coach when Damian Lillard was there and those two were tight. So as soon as Stotts quit, there's a lot of questions about Adrian Griffin's style and whether or not he had almost immediately lost Damian Lillard because Stotts was kind of there to help Lillard, you know, get acclimated. So all of that said, it was, it was a very stunning uh, situation. And guess what? Cavaliers play them tonight. Yeah, what do you think that means for tonight's game? Do we even know uh, who's on the bench for them tonight? Joe Prunty. Oh, it is Joe Prunty. Okay. He's a friend of the yeah, show, too. Just Joe like Prunty. Yeah. yeah. Uh, is this good yeah. for the Cavs who are red hot right now to go into that kind of tornado? Or do you think that on the other side they'll be like, nah, this is going to um, you know, give us some kind of bond? I think it's going to matter too much one way or the other. You know, I mean, there's they, the Bucks haven't had much time to adjust to this. Sometimes guys, players come out and play extra great when they're under their interim coach uh, because it's almost like you guys are doing what you want. So, you know, look, the Cavs are red hot. I wouldn't be surprised if they stole one of these two in Milwaukee. Tonight would be the night to do it. Sam Amigo joining us, HoopsWire.com. The Cavs are playing very good basketball, Sam, and they're doing it without Darius Garland and without Evan Mobley. What does that mean long-term, if anything? Yeah, I think we have to wait to see the long term. You know, it, it's it's easy to say they've they've won eight straight without those guys, but we're in the middle of the season right now. You know, is this something that's sustainable without Garland and Mobley? And we're not going to know that uh, until we see, 
you know, what they're able to do now in some of these road games against Milwaukee. And then, you know, they come home for a couple and then they go back out on the road for what, four more. So I think that, you know, until we really pass the guys who are playing hey, now. Sam, and hey, about Sam. Maybe, Sam, your phone's yeah. uh, cutting out on us. We'll, we'll try and reconnect with you here in a second. Okay. All right. All right. Sam Amico joining us on the North Homestead Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram hotline. We'll get back in touch with Sam here and uh, hopefully he has a better phone line. Are you going to say it? We can send a man to the moon, but we can't get a good phone line. No, I'm not going to say that. Okay, I just want to make sure you're not going to say. We you know, we all, we all gave up landlines. Yeah. That's a dang shame. There were problems with landlines, too. Name one. Um, You needed a quarter when you went to go call somebody. I don't know. In your house, you needed a quarter? Yeah, I got to You put you, a payphone in? Dude, my parents were strict. Can you imagine that having a payphone in your house? Bills don't pay themselves. That's true, they don't. There's a lot of people at the state penitentiary that call cells home that have to use a quarter. That's true. And they let you know before you even call. You get yeah, that absolutely. collect call? Yeah. You can just say no. Let's see if things are better now. Sam Amico, yes. are you there? I hope so. Oh, way better. That sounds better. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you very much. Uh, long-term Cavs without yeah. Garland and Mobley, they're winning right now. Does, does this send a thought to the organization? I, I think it would have to send one of two, Sam. Either, you know... We could make a move here, and, and a big move, and trade one of our core four, and maybe pick up something else at a different spot, and make this work even better. Or, gosh, imagine what it'll be like when we get everybody on the same page and and get all of our core four playing together beautifully. Which is more likely? Yeah, I think the Cavs are thinking that's the latter. Wait till we get all of these guys healthy. We've you know these other guys who have played a lot of minutes that hadn't probably been playing in these roles before. Like Sam Merrill's the first comes to mind, Dean Wade, you know, those guys who are playing major roles right now, you, you, you've gotten yourself some more depth. Okay. Now the key is as JB Bickerstaff says, it's a, it's a good problem to have, but when Mobley and Garland are both back, you know, you're going to have to integrate these other guys into the rotation guys who have gotten you and helped you on this eight-game winning streak. The thing I've liked, I think that, you know, you kind of got to think about is the fact that Donovan Mitchell has been outstanding as a facilitator. He's really looked good in terms of moving the basketball, playing almost a point guard position, you know, both both guard spots really. And that's something you really got to consider because he has been facilitating and creating offense right now during this stretch like no other time in his career. So you think about that, and then you think about Darius Garland coming back. Is Donovan Mitchell going to remain that type of facilitator, or is Darius Garland going to be the type of facilitator? And he's a pretty good one, Garland. But is he going to be at the level that Donovan Mitchell's been at over the past two or three weeks. So there's a lot to, you know, consider with those guys coming back, with with Garland and Mobley coming back. But I think, you know, look, is this sustainable? We all, everybody in Cleveland hopes it is, right? But is it, you've got to find out. You've got two home games coming up after these two in Milwaukee. Then you go back out on the road. So there's, you know, there's a lot to, this is a nice run. But is it sustainable without Garland and Mobley? 
I don't think that it, it really would be. I don't think it's a, a team that wins in the playoffs without those two. So uh, I, I think there's still a lot of time left to figure this out. But I think you're learning some things, as you said, Jeff, about what you know what the Cavaliers are and what they could be moving forward, and if maybe they make some moves ahead of next season. All right, Sammy, let me ask you a fun one that just kind of popped out in the last 24 hours. Uh, Dave McMenamin of ESPN saying that the uh, Cavaliers have expressed that uh, – or I'm sorry, that uh, that internally in L.A. they'd like to put together something for Donovan Mitchell. I'm just kind of paraphrasing the whole thing. What are your thoughts on that? that the yeah, Lakers good luck. Were, yeah, that's, I, I thought the I, same I, thing. I, I'm I don't like, know. Uh, I don't, there's, nothing, there's nothing on the, the Lakers that the Cavaliers would want. There's not even a package of two or three players that the Cavs would want for Donovan Mitchell. And if Donovan Mitchell doesn't sign an extension at some point over the summer, say, uh, before next season, I don't, I don't know that the Lakers would be real high on his list as a place to go because he's kind of a top option, right? You go there, you, you, you play with, at that point, 40-year-old LeBron James and, and Anthony Davis, you're not – you're not the top option. You're number three, and you run the risk of becoming a Russell Westbrook. So I, I don't foresee. Yeah, they could have all the interest. A lot of that's thrown out there by agents. You know, we would get this guy on our team. But uh, I, I just don't I, I don't foresee that ever being a possibility. It was Donovan Mitchell and Trey Young. And I don't think there's any package the Lakers could offer for either of those players. Sam Amico joining us from hoopswire.com. You can read all of Sam's work there covering the Cavaliers and the NBA. I, I want to go back to Garland and Mobley and fitting with this team. Is it is it more the responsibility of the coaching staff, Sam, to come up with a scheme that allows all, all of those guys to flourish? And, and Jared Allen has shown what kind of a, of a force he can be as well without Evan Mobley in there. But, but that's a tough fit with all four of those guys. Or is it up to the players to alter their game for the benefit of the team? Because if you're, if you're Donovan Mitchell and you're scoring 28 points a game and taking 20 shots, if you're Darius Garland and you're averaging 23 points, could, should one of them say, all right, hey, I'm going to average 16 and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go for 10 assists a night. That, that's going to be my goal. Or, or is that on the coaching staff? a little bit of both you know the coaching staff mostly you have to integrate a system where you're going to you know make all these pieces fit and work together you have to convince players you know you're going to sacrifice yourself for the good of the cause here and to to this point jb bickerstaff has not had a problem with that at all i mean if you watch this team now you see how donovan mitchell again has really been facilitating and moving the ball some of it is also on the players, though. Yeah, you have to say, because a lot of the talk in the NBA, a lot of times in the locker room, this isn't, I don't think this is the case with the Cavs, but a lot of times it's how much money am I making? How many shots am I getting? You've got to get players out of that mindset and get them into, you know, more of a, we do this as a team, you're going to get paid. And if we win games as a team, you're going to get paid. You're going to get the notoriety. You're going to get the legacy that you're always longing for. Those are the things on players' minds, and you've got to convince them the best way to do that is to do it as a team. So it's a little bit of both. It's a coaching staff, and you've got to have guys, and I can tell you this, the Cavs have guys in the locker room 
who will sacrifice and are willing to sacrifice, uh, it's just very obvious by their personalities. And, and really, you see that during this, this winning streak. So it's not going to be easy integrating those guys, Mobley and Garland. But the good news is you're going get, to get them back like one at a time. So Garland's supposed to come back a few weeks before Mobley. Then Mobley comes back. And then, you know, for, for the Cavs' sake, I hope they keep winning. Otherwise, they're never going to hear the end of it. Thank you, buddy. Appreciate your time. Thanks, Sammy. All right, guys. Thanks for having me. We'll chat at you soon. Sam Amico, hoopswire.com. That is hoopswire.com. Joining us on the North Homestead Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram Hotline. Cavs are in Milwaukee tonight. Cavs are hot. They've been playing great basketball. Bucks might be vulnerable tonight. It appears that our friend Joe Prunty will be the coach for at least this evening, but not long-term because Doc Rivers hired. That's the nuttiness of the NBA. And can the Cavs capitalize? Coming up on Basket of Phelps. I think it's going to matter too much one way or the other. You know, I mean, there's they, the Bucks haven't had much time to adjust to this. Sometimes guys, players come out and play extra great when they're under their interim coach uh, because it's almost like you guys are doing what you want. So, you know, look, the Cavs are red hot. I wouldn't be surprised if they stole one of these two in Milwaukee. Tonight would be the night to do it. Oh, Sam Amico from HoopsWire.com. Moments ago, right here on 92.3 The Fan, Cavs were in Milwaukee tonight uh, and on Friday. So two straight against the Bucks on the road base, coming up. Little baseball series there, right? Kind of like that. A little back and back. Hey, kickoff with Boomer Esiason and Mike Valenti give their big game predictions and weigh in on all of the news in the football world. That's Friday night at 7 before overtime with Jonathan Peterlin. Listen on the Odyssey app presented nationally by Casamigos Tequila. Casamigos. Brought to you by those who drink it. And Lowe's. Lowe's knows home improvement. Yesterday we talked about making a trade, if you're the Cavaliers, that you're seeing a better mix out there on the floor. That That's my key word lately. Well, for some time, when it's come with the Cavs. Mix. I Again, I think the mix needed tweaked. Without Darius Garland and Donovan Mitchell together, I think we've seen a better mix. You know, Sam Merrill spotting up. That's been terrific. When he's been in there, um, you get Karis Levert, who gives you a little different feel. And, and we've we've had that. And I got an email yesterday from uh, a friend of mine who's a diehard Cavs fan. Hmm. And she yelled at me. Oh, Jeff. Before you tell us the email, are you okay? Yeah, right? I'm okay. I just okay. want to make sure you're all okay. right. If, if she questioned you on something? No, she didn't question me. Mm. But she said this. Said she was and, mad at you. Well, l- let me use this. Okay. She said Donovan Mitchell changed his game to help win without Darius and Evan. Why? Because he wants to win. Hmm. Darius will change his game to win without hesitation. Do you doubt it? Evan will change his game and fight like hell to improve it. To win. Do you doubt it? Wait. Let them work like crazy to make it work. And if it doesn't work, then see what happens in the summer. Not now, don't trade. And then Sharon, I Sharon, said, I have spoken. Oh. Loud noises. And is, is I have spoken the equivalent to an email drop, mic drop? I think it is, yeah. But I, I thought this. If Donovan and Darius and Evan will all change their game and fight like crazy to win, 
Well, we're a year and a half into this. Where has that been then? Or are they still trying to figure it all out? And, and I'm not saying that anybody's doing anything bad here. They're not. I think these guys are really good. I mean, I, I've liked Donovan Mitchell since his early days in Utah. He's, he's one of the best players in the game. Darius Garland is a good young guard. I, I think you know how high I am on Evan Mobley. Right. But why would they change their game now, but they haven't for the last year and a half? Maybe because they can't. You know what I mean? That that's what I that's the only thing I wonder here. Wouldn't it be easier to and I'm not this is nothing against JB, but just laying everything you've laid out, wouldn't it be easier for the coach to try to put the blocks in the holes they belong rather than trying to like understanding what kind of blocks they are and putting them in the right I I, I is this it, to me like the way she lays it out and the way you talk about it like I wonder if there's a coaching answer to this, or let, let's be honest, well, is player it just can't a just, matter? Player can't just change their game on their own. No, no, they've got to be coached into a different philosophy, don't you think? And that's why would, we're going with that. Well, so it, it's a team basketball, like much like hockey, yeah. it's a unit functioning on the floor together. That that's what gets it done. Baseball, baseball is a team sport played by individuals. You know, when when you're in the batter's box, it doesn't really matter too often what the guy did, you know, earlier in the game, a different guy. I don't know. I mean, we've watched a lot of injuries with these guys over the last couple of years too. And you know, you wonder I the the problem I have with with saying this is cuz I I have flashbacks to what happened against the Knicks last year. But you know, maybe it's just a matter and we say this about coaching with the Browns too all the time. Maybe it's just a matter of having those guys on the floor for two months straight without having an injury or you know, being able to build the chemistry even more. I mean, you feel like the chemistry should already be there by now. Well, no it it takes it takes a while, but they've had a long time to try and make it work. A, a year and a half is in in the NBA where things can change. But like this year doesn't even feel like a year with these injuries. No, well, of course not. No, and and they've done what the Browns did. Basically, they've been able to win despite the injuries. Yeah, but. I think we're all pretty confident with the idea that the Browns would have been better suited for a playoff game, if nothing else, if they had had all their guys back. Amen. Are you confident that the Cavs are better suited to win if they have everybody back? Common sense tells you absolutely. Sure. Except for the fact the numbers tell you that that hasn't been the case. Yeah, I know. I know. I, we, I know. It's weird, isn't it? It is to a point. I just wonder if those those numbers might be off based on – who, you know, well, they're accurate who they're numbers. Play. Well, I mean, but who you're playing against, what time of year it is. Did you hit a couple games that were – because the numbers aren't that grossly off. We're talking about four or five games either way, right? For most of the stuff that we've talked about over but, the last couple games. But the numbers aren't drastically big. There's, there's, en- there's enough of an obvious difference that I think you can draw a conclusion that it's safe to say this if nothing else. They play better when they're not trying to mesh everybody together. They, they play better as a team when they don't have to incorporate everybody. That's odd to me now. Yeah, it, I, it is. I don't know. I mean, you, I do think you have to factor in every once in a while back-to-backs and travel and just schedule losses. And I, I don't know if that's enough to, to change or skew the numbers that you're looking at. I, I, I mean, the talent is there. I understand we've talked about redundancy uh, at the guard spot. And so maybe I, I – if that's not giving you the fluid motion that you're looking for, then maybe that's the answer is to 
the deviate and try to pick up somebody here or there. And with the trade deadline going in, it's just it's the Cavaliers. Like I expect them to make a move. I expect them to take a name on the roster that you like or is, you know, well received and get traded so they can bring in somebody else. You'd be like, oh, I get it. I understand it. I don't know. I just expect that out of the Cavaliers. They play Milwaukee tonight. Milwaukee has some things going on, as we've talked about. The Cavs right now, Andy, are sitting in fourth place in the East. Problem is, they've won eight in a row. The team that they're chasing right now, trying to track down, has won six in a row, the 76ers. Adrian Griffin gets fired when his team is 30-13 and 13 with a two-game winning streak. Hmm. <laughs> and sec- it does seem weird. And second I, place I, in the Eastern Conference. And the Boston Celtics are on top. So, is that weirder than David Blatt getting fired? Oh, without question, right yeah. Without question. Maybe because we knew more about David Blatt and what was going on here, or just no, because? No, David had a year and a year and change. And if if nothing else, though David had the team where not not necessarily in first place, but I think they I don't think I don't think they were in first when he got let go, but I'm not sure. I, I don't remember. What I do know is he took them to the NBA finals the year before. You know? And they ended up winning the NBA title not too long after that. That was strange. But Griffin had only 43 games, and that's just barely more than half of an NBA season. And it's not like he was 13 and 30. You know, you could you could see you could see that. I, I give I give Adrian Griffin a lot of credit here because he he flat out were they in first place? Not only were they in first place, they had the best record in the Eastern Conference. That's funny. Well, if they were in first place, they had to be in the count. Well, I mean, but you saw, I see. I look at it old school. So, yeah, I, you know, if you're in, if you're there on top of the central, I want that central banner. But I think you had the idea. I, 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 I had a player say, "We didn't think he could help us." That's what happens for David Blatt. Yeah, the the quote uh, from the story at that point was, "It was a lack of fit with our personnel and our vision." Ah, fit. That was from Griff. And that's exactly what the the Adrian Griffin firing is all about. Yeah. It's the exact same thing. Lack of fit with our personnel and our vision. That's what it was said when David Blatt was let go when the Cavs were 30 and 11. 30 and 13. Yeah. Similar. It's a, it's a strange thing, clearly. But can you kind of get it? You know, when, when you- I got it when, like, it made sense here. Just, it didn't seem right when he was here and that was going on. Like, well, I got it. I understood. And, it. and here's the here's the curse for a co- for a coach. Hey, I get to coach LeBron James. Oh, wait a minute. I'm coaching LeBron James. And I get to coach Giannis. Oh, wait a minute. I'm coaching Giannis. What does that mean? It means you better win big. You better win big now. And you better stay on the same page as your. And you better stay on the same page and and make it look like it's. Clicking in every which way, you know. Yeah, every it's a which weird way. job. I, I don't. I, I. It's bizarre, like being a head coach in the NBA. Don't you think? Because it's, it's not. I think it's more bizarre than any of the other sports. Yes. Yeah, I can't. It's so football doesn't feel that way, no. and, and baseball definitely doesn't feel. That way. It's so. Oh, pers- personality's not the word. It's so driven around the culture of the superstar player that you're clearly the hired help. You know what I mean? With rare exception, the NBA coach is the hired help. And I think it's the other way around. 
in football, the coach can be a huge star. In baseball, it's not as much having to deal with the star player because you have more of them. Right. And, you know, what, what dominates a game more, a basketball player or any baseball player? Superstar basketball player. Sure. Superstar basketball player. What's it mean for the Cavs tonight? I don't know. We'll find out. They play the Milwaukee Bucks. Are you willing to pay big money to watch your sports? Are you willing to pay big money to watch entertainment? Because a big form of entertainment just went behind a paywall, folks. It's Baskin and Phelps here on The Fan. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Coming up at 1 o'clock, Cynthia Freeland from the NFL Network. And is that her official title, Dan? NFL Data Scientist? Or I, is that something you came up with? No, that's that's what she had uh, as an official title. I like that. That's big right there. She's you, good. You want analytics. That, that's your analytical thing right there. Did you write down the question that I told you to write down? I forgot already. Nice job. I forgot. We can go back and listen and find out. Oh, other ways to evaluate defensive ends other than sacks. Sacks. Yeah. Okay, good. there it is. Or good. Any, any defensive. Good recall player. by you. Sometimes it's there. That's pretty good. A lot of brain cells. Still One too many pucks the, to the head. Yeah, a couple of them still sitting there in the 80s that haven't caught up to me yet. So Very nice. We, up, up, up. Cynthia's coming up at 1 o'clock. Cynthia's coming up at 1 o'clock, so that'll be good. WWE has become this thing that's just 
incredible. Become an incredible organization. Whether you watch it or not, that's up to you. Uh, there's no denying it has become a force in sports entertainment. And I use those words simultaneously. Um, there's no way that the guys are not athletes because the stuff they do is incredible. It might be prearranged, whatever. They readily admit that. There's storylines and everything else. It's uh, it's incredible entertainment, and it's based you know mainly at guys, but you know how it works. And now it's become this huge thing. And Netflix, the the basic easy deal is five years, five billion dollars, right? Yeah. Monday Night Raw, a billion a year for five years. That's I I'm no economics whiz. That's an incredible amount of money. I wonder if it is is something that Netflix thinks they can make money off of. If you're ponying up a billion, Andy. I also read a really interesting article that when the NFL is out, well, WWE is in. That's where this goes. Yeah, I mean, I'm just uh, WWE uh, raw ratings bounce up with no football competition, and and the numbers are in this article I'm reading from. Uh, was it uh, fourteen one online? So uh, it's wrestling. So in other words, get ready here. Figure comes, four. Here online. comes wrestling. Figure four. Sorry. Yeah, it's it's just amazing to me that that's where uh, football audiences uh, are leaning towards a little bit, you know, because they went up. Uh, to their pre-football levels this past week with uh, 1.9, almost 2 million viewers. 2 who, million. Who, who, knows what, um, who knows what television looks like 25 years from now? But if you can figure it out, you're going to end up making a lot of money. For instance, when, you know, when we were kids, Andy, you had, you know, you had network TV. You had it over the air. And cable wasn't even when when I was a kid. Cable wasn't even around yet. Cable kicked in when I was young. Well, it was it, a like it was a big deal if you had cable. And like I just remember them trying to string lines through everybody's right. neighborhoods, and you know those guys would come in. You, you, next thing you know, oh oh, so did you, so that did you watch Showtime last night? Like that was right. a huge. Deal. That changed things in sports because of all the regional sports networks right. and, and ESPN. And now. This is the next step, streaming sports. We're already seeing some of it. Peacock doing an NFL playoff game. Sure. The only way you could see it was by streaming, and it had huge numbers. Mm-hmm. How long until, and, and you tell me, how long until, I'll just say a majority of, let's say, NFL in particular, because that's the top dog when it comes to television okay. and sports. How long until the NFL is mainly behind a paywall being streamed. Oh, I, I think the NFL's smart enough though though to keep its content, you know, somewhat free to local viewers. I think that's been one of the big driving forces to the whole reason why they are where they are right now. That they've been able to dip their toe in the paywall water a little bit more, a little bit more, a little bit more. I don't know that it's ever. But they insist that I the still can be made available in the local market for the local team. Yeah, I over wonder, the air for free. What happens when they want to charge you for the Super Bowl? That is going to be the big, and you know they'll probably come in it. And it, it, what will happen is, hey, get and I'm just throwing this out there as a reference. Get NFL Plus, where you can watch the Super Bowl, and then you'll get NFL Plus all year long for like ten or fifteen bucks. It's interesting that they keep the numbers low. When you when you start 
raising the numbers and they look unmanageable for the average viewer to get, that's when people want to walk away from it. So, like, when you say, oh, 399 or 599 for Peacock or something, you know, one time only way, like, I'd go to a movie, right? I That's way less than a movie ticket. It's way less than going to the game. And, by the way, the seats are a little bit better. I think the 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 price point is going to be key in anything they do when they put it behind a paywall. Like, you know, let's let's be obvious. Let's be super honest that when we were young, <laughs> the only thing behind a paywall was boxing. And you would go and watch closed circuit boxing, right? Can you think of anything else that you would go for a closed circuit? I no, can't. but what happened to boxing? Killed itself by yeah. doing that. Exactly. Exactly. That's exactly what happened. I think to they boxing. they ran to they ran before they could walk, though. That was the problem. They ran and maybe it was expensive because, you know, to do it at movie theaters, they had to, you know, bring in special equipment or whatever it took. That maybe they had to charge a little bit more. Well, they boxing had some big time, big time eyeball drawers. Muhammad Ali, Joe Frazier, George Foreman. You know, look at the the heavyweight rank back in the day. Even Larry Holmes, you know, got going a little bit. And then Sugar Ray and Marvin Hagler and Roberto Duran. You know, the the welterweights, the middleweights started to do that. But they had so, you know, they had their Michael Jordan. They right. they had they had Muhammad Ali. Right. You know, and they they had the other big guys. And I, I wonder if how much, how much they were the draw on network TV, or it was was it the sport? And would the sport without Muhammad Ali and Joe Frazier and Foreman and Sugar Ray, would would, would it have drawn over network TV anyway? I, I don't know that it would have. But. I don't know either. But I also I mean the other part of it was to go to the, you know the closed circuit stuff. You had to leave your home. To go somewhere to watch it. Yeah. And then when you think about the Tyson era, you didn't. Like, those fights were on HBO. Yeah, except you're, you still were having to, you're still having to pay for most of them. Yeah, but I think most people were like, well, I'm watching HBO anyway because I want to watch these movies, so this is awesome, or Showtime. And, like, that paywall doesn't sting the same way it would be to go buy a ticket at a theater to go watch it. What? And it's all I, – I think this is all about the marketing – and getting into the American consumer psyche. Because you got to make it feel like it's not a paywall. It's not, oh, it's not a big deal. You know if Raw is the first to do this, that a a sport is soon to follow to some extent. And they've already done it to some extent with cable. You know, you've got to... Oh, Peacock, I mean, we just saw it. Right, you've got to... But I I just wonder, would one sport really shoot itself in the foot by doing this? I I would think it might be baseball. I mean, college football, I think it'd be baseball too. I, don't you, Dan? Would you agree with that? Because I'd love to hear your opinion. I think baseball is the is the, the probably baseball the could get itself in trouble by doing this. Uh, well, baseball is also finding itself being kind of niche too. It's already kind of in trouble. Yeah, I mean, you I wanna, know, but if just, you want to bring in a younger demographic, which is the problem that baseball is running into, is getting in a younger demographic, putting and, it and on, charging them for it. Putting it on cable is not going to be better for a younger demographic. Putting it on cable is putting it's it all into the, in the way. It's all in the way it's sold to the consumer. That's interesting. Andy's in Westlake. Andy. Guys, do you remember paying for the Mike Tyson fight like 30 years ago? That ended super quick. One seconds. Yep. Yeah. So just, you know, that that type of stuff, you know, that that's an anomaly, right? But if they go, if NFL goes and puts everything behind a paywall, I'm done. I, I just like I didn't watch the game, the Paramount or the NBC. What was peacock. it? The Saturday the night game. Yeah, the Peacock. Thank you. Yeah. yeah, I didn't watch that thing. I was I was done. I'm not going to pay for that. They get enough money. 
So well, they're doing. A, but here's right, the, here's the interesting. Andy, do you have cable? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so you know, oh, you order. I, I really could use some fries right now too on this order. Um, but you know, if you're paying for cable, you were paying for sports already. That's the crazy. You know, you you've been paying for it. You just don't kind of realize it. Well, you get so oh, much else yeah. with it. Yeah. A pay a paywall be really specific, Andy. Do you want to watch Major League Baseball? Then you have to buy this package. You know, so I I understand what you're yeah. thinking, Andy. Yeah, if I just want to flip through stations and you know, oh, there's the the Indians or the Guardians, or whatever. Now yeah. there's the Cavs, and yeah, but no, I'm not gonna. Not for one single NFL game. I get All right, you, Andy. All right, thank thanks, you. Andy. Enjoy your lunch, Jim's in Strongsville. Jim. Jim. Hey guys, how you doing? And by the way, Andy, I don't know who you're kidding. You guys will all go to school and talk about Cinemax after dark, so don't try to pull one over on me, buddy. Oh man, you know what? That was uh, that was beyond me, man. I was I was too I was already too old for that. Let's not get yeah. fired. Yeah, the big one was to come back in. There was a show on Showtime called This is this really dates me. There was a show on Showtime called Bizarre with John Biner. And John Biner. That was a little risque. And man, we, we would go back to school the next day. We're like, did you see Bizarre? And then yeah, we talk and about what more, we it's more like red shoes daggeries. Come on. Yeah, Andy. there you go. There you go. There you go. Anyways, is that I'm old too, buddy. <laughs> Anyways, um, listen, I don't think the paywall is a big deal. I, they need it needs to be structured better. Like it can't be as chippy as it is right now. And the big thing that they've got to figure out is even when they went to the peacock, you know, the, did the peacock paywall thing, the NFL ended up giving in on that because they ran into a big issue with bars and restaurants because they're all for the most part they all pull their they all pull their TV service from DirecTV, and they pull it from the NFL package or whatever else. You know what I mean? They're not set up for streaming. So until that model changes, there's always going to be exceptions to it. I think it's going to be better off, and I don't know how it works, but, you know, they have an NFL app. To be able to download the app for the NFL or for the Big Ten or for whatever you're looking to get, I don't mind doing it. It's it's a hassle, but I've, I've been cut – I've cut the court so long ago that, to me – I'm already used to flipping between apps and looking for different shows. And, I mean, you know, I'm basically watching the same thing every night anyways. You know, NCS, Law and & Order, Blue Bloods. I'm like an old man. So it's not a big deal to go to Bally's, which I have the app, and pull the, Cav- you know, pull the Cavaliers game up. But until you figure out that piece of how you're going to change that part of the market, you're always going to have a problem with it. Jim, thanks, buddy. Yeah, it's the, I think it's the, hardware, it's the hardware issue on this. It's not yeah. – it's how are you digesting it through the hardware? You know, where it was at one point. I mean, think about where the evolution of television. Like, I can go back to my dad and, like, they didn't have it, right? They they yeah. huddled around the radio. And then, you know, a couple over-the-air channels. And then remote controls. And then cable. And then satellite. And now it's streaming. And I'm just kind of bundled up pretty quick there. But the evolution of it tells us that there's going to be another hardware option here that's going to make it even easier. Cynthia Freeland, NFL Network, NFL Data Scientist. Happy to have her back. She's joining us at 1 o'clock. That's six and a half minutes away right here on Baskin and Phelps. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or 
I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. 